Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Good morning, class. You may be seated. Today's lesson is on the Orang Padank race. This is part of our race overview series where you go over all the possible player races. And right now, we're on the Bestiary 5 races. This hairy humanoid has orange-brown fur, a broad chest, and muscular arms. The Orang Pendank is a very sort of strange term to my ears. Christian, does this have any sort of source in the outside world? My best friend Google has told me that it's actually a cryptid animal from our... From Indonesia, actually. Uh, cryptid is a cryptozoology animal, which is stuff like Bigfoot, Chupacabra, like creatures of legend that no one can prove exist. So it's like a tiny race of bipedal monkey people that are a legend to exist on some islands of Indonesia. Orang Padanks are a rare offshoot of the Sasquatch species that dwells in remote mountainous jungles. Elusive and shy, they are rarely seen by other races, given their friendship with apes, gibbons, and orangutans in particular, and their hunched posture and shaggy fur, ranging from tawny or reddish to dark brown or black, they are often mistaken for those beasts at a distance. Orangpedanks train apes and monkeys to hunt and fight for them, but despite their friendship and similar appearance, the species are not closely related. Within their remote holds, Orangpedanks cluster together in semi-nomadic tribes, hunting and gathering in a region until food and game become scarce, then moving on to the next area. Many tribes follow a regional pattern to this migration, allowing parts of the jungle to repopulate and gathering only enough substance so as not to disrupt the land's ability to recoup the losses. Orang Padanks range from 3 to 5 feet tall as adults, weighing up to 150 pounds, and they are quite strong for their size. Orang Padanks are largely herbivores, but sometimes hunt with spears, clubs, and bolas. Alright, so they look pretty much just like Sasquatch creatures, um, which already is hitting a negative note with me. I it, it bothers me so much. I cannot stand the reality that I live in, that there are people who believe that Sasquatch exists. And, oh, but Caleb, you believe in God, but you know, yes, all right, you're very clever, funny jokes, I've heard them before. I'm just saying, I cannot stand it, it bothers me so much. And so, I have no interest in monkeys, we've, we've discussed before how neither of us really care about them, and this is just the embodiment of something I dislike. Going into this, I kind of had the same idea, I'm not crazy about monkeys, um, but now I'm thinking these more as, like, your war for the planet of the tabletop of the apes. <laughs> kind of thing. And then I think there's some like valid character concepts that can come from that, maybe potentially some interesting ones. Mm -hmm. Well, it's an interesting note because we have the Venara, which is the sort of monkey-like race, but that is more sort of akin to the monkey than the Orang Padank is. The Orang Padank doesn't have a tail, uh, at least not in the art, doesn't really describe it. Sort of more of the caveman sort of feel. Um, and so it does, it does fit more, I think, a little bit more with that sort of Planet of the Apes, in my opinion. Um, uh, but we'll get to what really makes them something different from the Venara in a second, so let's get right into it. Orangpedanks are strong and intuitive, but not particularly clever. They get plus two strength, plus two wisdom, and minus two intelligence. Wait, wait a second, it happened. I didn't know... I never really looked into this race, so I didn't know this. So I'm going to move on to the next thing. Orangpedanks are small-sized creatures. This is, as far as I'm aware, the only small creature with a strength bonus. This 
Most small sized creatures get a minus two to strength. This is more of a representation of them being small and not as much a balancing factor. It's not like a plus two strength small race is going to break the game. They still have less hit die weapons. They still have other things going against them. But a lot of times you, you want to play a small sized creature that is good at melee combat and the game actively fights you on that. This is a way to get that to happen, which I am already actually kind of excited about. And going along with them being, if you're doing a melee based fighter type character this is actually like the perfect stat spread plus two strength for your melee attacks obviously plus two wisdom for your weak will saves because you're a melee fighter minus two intelligence you really don't care um so although i don't like this race kind of like from an aesthetic perspective i really like them from a mechanical spec perspective right now you know calling them small is just adding another tick on the list of reasons i don't like it who wants to play sasquatch but small like, Sasquatch is supposed to be this giant hulking creature. My, man, my fantasies play Sasquatch, but like a baby Sasquatch. Yeah. Ugh. And again, I'm thinking more like Caesar from War of the Planet of the Apes. Like, you see the monkeys walking around with like M16s and stuff in that movie. That I think that's a more somewhat appealing sight than your little Sasquatch that just kind of trots around in blurry video footage. <laughs> he has an ability trait where all footage <laughs> is blurry. You cannot take a picture of him. Uh... What is interesting is that since he has a strength bonus, at least it's like, you know, like a chimpanzee is, is famed for like it can rip people's faces off. At least it's like, okay, I can see a monkey being strong, even though it's small. They are humanoids with the Sasquatch subtype. Wait, what? They have the Sasquatch subtype? <laughs> they have the Sasquatch subtype. <laughs> that is amazing. All right, I've completely done a 180 on these guys. I love them. No. <laughs> I want to have the Sasquatch subtype. Why is this surprising? We talked about how it was it was inspired by Sasquatch, which, by the way, I had no clue was Indonesian. I thought that was like an American thing. No, no, the, the Orang Padang specifically is oh, Indonesian. Oh, the name. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. That's the tiny monkey people that are legend to exist in Indonesia. Not so they're kind of blending himself. two things together, two, two lore items. Look at the, look at those biceps on that monkey in that picture. <laughs> look at those clavicle definitions. <laughs> oh my, this keeps getting better. Despite being a small creature, they have a base speed of 30 feet. This is the best day ever. That's kind of strange because nowhere does it really call out, though, that even though they're small, they get their 30 feet move speed. It's just listed in all the stats. Even the example build here has them at 30 feet. Usually it calls it out when something's small and doesn't have a slow move speed. Interesting. So it's, it's getting rid of all my least favorite things about being small. You're fast and you're strong. <laughs> oh, for me, it's a, it's that's, of course, part of it. I just don't like the idea of role-playing as a small guy. I just don't want it. It's not my... It's not my fantasy. They speak, they begin play speaking Sasquatch, and if they have a high intelligence score, they can choose between Aklo, Common, Draconic, Goblin, Gripply, Sylvan, Venarin, and Vishkanya. They got a minus two intelligence, so to get that common, uh, it'd probably be easiest just to, just to put a point in linguistics. Definitely, but you speak Sasquatch, which I'm definitely putting a point in the plus column. <laughs> Man. All right, well, let's get into their abilities. They have the ability Forest Walker. They gain a plus four bonus. In the eyes. Oh, sorry, go on. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just sorry, every time I hear walker, it triggers me. <laughs> they get a plus four bonus on climb and stealth checks in forest and jungles. Uh, this is definitely calling back to their um, real-world lore, because as a small-sized creature, they get a bonus to stealth checks. When they're in forests and jungles, they get a huge bonus to stealth. This would explain how they're able to stay undetected for so long. What are you doing? I'm sorry, were you talking? What? Are you, are you, <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you at least reflavor the lyrics? No, no. 
But they, but that's a great excuse to start singing this again. I'm glad they don't have actual like a climb speed. I feel like that would be you're giving them too much at that point. Even though sort of thematic, I don't think it's it's balance wise. But at least give them some ability to climb. The freaking monkey people, right? But hey, I guess that tail is very important for climbing. They have own two feet, orang pedanks own two feet and two hands. They also own a head and a body. They are extremely unnerved whenever they are riding another creature or on a vehicle, and they take a minus two penalty on ability checks, attack rolls, damage rolls, and saving throws, and skill checks when doing so. Um, okay. What a strange, strange weakness to tack on there. Yeah. <laughs> the entire race has a phobia a... of vehicles. I guess I'm not going to be on a mount. Uh, okay. Well, there goes your rise to play of the apes. No horses, sorry. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Shoot, what's the what's the Don't worry, they get a plus seven bonus to wield AK-47. If only Woody Harrelson had known this in the most recent movie. <laughs> yeah. They have simian empathy. They get a plus four racial bonus on handle animal and wild empathy checks with apes and monkeys. Okay, this both this and Forest Walker are a little specific for my taste. I haven't put a monkey or ape in, I'm trying to think back, any campaign ever? <laughs> it makes sense with their lore, though, that they, he's talking about how they, they control or use monkeys to fight for them. Mm, okay. I mean, these guys are playing Pokemon, but every Pokemon is manky. <laughs> they have tear apart. Orangpedanks have powerful upper bodies and gain plus two bonus on strength checks to break or burst an object. This, all applies, this also applies on combat maneuver checks to sunder with their unarmed attacks. Because fitting with their strength, the strength of a, of a primate. Lastly, orangpedanks have low light vision. They can see twice as far as humans in conditions of dim light. And I think that's everything. Well, Christian, I feel bad because I think my biases are coming in here to really, you know, deliver a negative opinion. Sort of trying to just look at the stats and things. If this is your fantasy, I think it fits it pretty well. There are some things here that are not going to come up very often. I know how often you're going to be dealing with monkeys are going to be in the forest terrain in your campaign. But when you're there, at least you're sort of the master of that domain. It's hitting, I think it's it's doing an okay job fitting that fantasy of being sort of the Sasquatch-like thing. But then again, when I think of the Sasquatch, I don't think of a climber. You know, I don't know. What is the fa- what is the fantasy of being a Sasquatch? I mean, not it's not like every character you ever play is like an actual fantasy of yours, right? Right? No, no. Okay, yeah, maybe I should define this a little bit more. When I say my fantasy, I mean what do what what intrigues me and what can I not be that I want to be? And when somebody looks at what this is inspired by, when somebody looks at the Sasquatch, they say, what is my fantasy version if I could be the Sasquatch? And I don't know how many of those people think I want to climb and I want to control monkeys. But I'm out. I also, again, I don't know exactly what that fantasy would look like. I think they are a race that doesn't fit in generally, which is fine. We can have that. They fit into a very specific kind of campaign, I feel. I'm thinking like Australian outback Mwangi expanse kind of campaigns where a lot of the situations are like tribal warfare. I'm exploring like ruins and jungles that normal civilization doesn't get to reach. Um, they're hard to fit into a normal campaign. I kind of, most of my interest in them does come from the mechanical standpoint. I can do something with the Oren Pedank that I cannot do with any other strong race at the moment. I could be a very, very capable fighter. Um, but as per like having one show up in just a regular sort of campaign is definitely kind of difficult. Like how do you, how do you flavor that? What can they do that isn't just, I am this monkey person from swamp land from forest jungle land 
Um, I mean, it's easy to kind of fit them into society. They can obviously hide themselves with armor. There's plenty of magic that if they needed to not look like a monkey, they could easily achieve that. Uh, with a plus two to wisdom, that does open them up to divine spellcasting classes and fit in pretty well with that. Um, but then it comes the question of what deity would this kind of race worship? Would it be a jungle deity or maybe they found solace in some other deity that would get them into whatever campaign you need them to be in? But you're definitely doing a lot of work to make them fit, I feel. You've mentioned a couple times now how you can really you know, do something with being small and having a plus two strength. Does that really matter that much? It's a plus one size bonus. That's all it is. Just, I mean, if you're gonna, if you want something that it's gonna hit well, pick an orc or something that's gonna have a better strength bonus. I don't understand why it's really all that important. Well, because other, it's in comparison to other small races. If you want to be like a halfling fighter, well, you're probably going to have to go gotcha, back to Gotcha. If, if you want to be a gnome that. fighter, well, guess what? You're not gonna be wearing heavy armor because you have a penalty to strength. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Makes sense. Well, that is the ring pedank. I kind of feel bad that we sort of. Um, ragged on it a little bit um but it's just yeah really you fun. did i love them <laughs> i would be this is one of the ones i'd be very interested in it, to hear if somebody's played this before and, and why you chose this race i would love to hear about that i want to play a gunslinger one of these things all right thank you all for listening class is dismissed pathfinder academy is part of the trailblazer network for other great rpg podcasts visit our website tblazer.net want to get in touch Email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. This is Johan Martins. Thanks for listening. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. My friend Christian and I were just playing some role-playing games. Hey, Caleb, do you think these guys would be interested in joining us? You know, I bet they would. I mean, if they listen to Pathfinder Academy, they gotta be cool, right? If role-playing games are your thing, why don't you guys check out our other podcast, Trailblazers? Trailblazers is an actual play podcast where you can see many of the concepts addressed in this show come to life. Season 2 of Trailblazers has been great so far, and I especially like that you can get into it without any prior knowledge of Season 1. It's definitely a fun adventure, especially if you like mysteries and a dash of cyberpunk with your fantasy. If high fantasy is more your style, then consider giving Season 1 a listen. You can find Trailblazers on iTunes. We've got a bunch of other ways to listen as well, so go to our site tblazer.net for a complete list of the ways that you can listen. So go ahead, grab some dice, and join us. All right, Christian, you come across an obviously important character to the plot. What do you do? I immediately shoot him in the face. Ugh, Christian. Hey, Danny, do you want to play some D&D tonight? Oh, I can't. My parrot's going to have open-heart surgery again. That sucks. Yeah, it's gonna be super boring. Hang in there, Danny. She'll pull through. But remember, when you can't play, listen. At Tales from the Lich, we do our best to provide an immersive RPG play session with an ever-expanding library. When you can't play, listen. TalesfromTheLich.com